0: Welcome, welcome back to Bright Black with Toreau, where we shed light and grow. Our discussion in this episode is dedicated to new and curious fortune tellers. Click on the links below for related journals, helpful videos, and articles. As always, you turn the wheel of fortune in your own life, so you're going to let your own intuition be the foremost leading guide. Let's begin. Our discussion by talking about the net. The net, to me, is something that... As soon as you look at it, you do get a sense that it is a tool. It is something that is in place, used to gather and to bring closer or to receive something, you know, that you would not normally be able to do without it. So the nut to me is a tool. But now we get into the reason why the tool is needed. We get into how it works. We get into what is it really when you take a look at its intricacy. And that is where the additional information comes in for me and how it's helpful in looking at the cards and imagery, right? So we know a nut is a tool. But when you are using it for a divinatory practice or you're looking at the tarot cards or oracle decks and you see a net, does it give you the sense that something small, something seemingly lightweight, something seemingly that is normally compact could be brought out, tossed, and then once it's retrieved can be strong enough, strong enough and massive enough and big enough to now hold some sort of treasure or something that is worthy or or something that is very valuable, and then you're able to now bring that to you, right? That, That to me is the flip side. So yes, it's a tool, but look at what this tool really is. Is it not amazing? Is it not... Uh, astonishing and great and almost dare I say magical that something so small and maybe tangible something so lightweight that if it's used properly can bring about a large bounty a large treasure and it looks like it has gaping holes I mean it looks like something could slip through but no no It's woven in such a way that nothing can escape it. Nothing can get out of it. So if you're thinking of the net and something positive comes to mind, you might be thinking, ah, putting in that effort. Just put in a little effort. Put in a little effort. And that will be strong enough to do a lot, to go a long way in bringing about the end result that you're looking for. However, if you're getting like a negative connotation, then you could be thinking about which are you. Are you the person using the net or are you the one being caught by the net? Are you the fish that are being gathered up by this net? Are you perhaps like the spider's web? You know, a web could be likened to a net. Have you stumbled onto something perhaps unseemingly, something that looked maybe innocent-like, but now once you got caught up in it, you realize that it was all an illusion, and now you're unable to get out of it. That is why there's a saying that says that uh, there's a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive, because On the outside, it just seems like an illusion. It seems like something you can get away from. But once you get in there, once you you make the false move, make a false move, you get tangled up in there. A net is not something that is easily escapable. And so it can give this sense of entrapment, it can give this sense of stuckness, it can give a sense of limitation to our freedom, like you're not able to move as much, right? Then we have another view of the net. The the net itself is interconnected. So we could be thinking, this is a way to be connected. One thread upon another, upon another woven, and it, it is able to reach and span such a great distance when it works together, when these strands are bound and working together. This was, I believe, the theory behind the internet, uh, was bringing people together a sense of connectedness or interconnectedness, where you can get together. Um, and and seemingly one add to another, add to another, add to another, and all over the world, all over the globe, we we are now within this one web. Hopefully, we're not in there with the sense of uh, illusion and being deceived. Right? This is why we have to be careful on the internet. We have to be careful on that worldwide web. Not all is as it seems, right? So it can be used as a tool for something that is beneficial. There's a wealth of information, a wealth of knowledge, but there is also deception um, and illusion and falsehood that is there. We also think about the net being used in some religious aspects um so you have different religions using the net uh I know for uh, a fact that Christianity has a has a situation there with Jesus saying to his disciples stop fishing for men throw your nets down excuse me stop fishing for uh fish searching for fish And rather throw your net down and become fishers of men, be able to draw men in and uh, help men become saved or mankind become saved. So there the net was being used um, in a, uh, in a, I would say in a meta, not metaphysical, but. Oh my goodness, I'm so tongue tied today. Um, In a metaphorical way, to indicate that there is some effort, the same effort that they put into gathering fish can be used to gather disciples, to lead people and gather them onto the right path of righteousness and to better their life. Um, Some religions say that Satan was used using a great net to catch unwary souls. So there's a theory uh, behind that. I haven't read that in the Bible myself, but I know that some Christians um, in in history, in Christian history, use that to, to kind of symbolize how Satan is able to catch people unaware and that uh, through deception, if they're not careful, if they're not checking what they believe or checking what they're doing and making sure that their actions and their motive behind their actions You can certainly be caught unawares, and next thing you know, you're you're headed down a a different path. There's some Buddhist philosophy, um, some other pagan um, thoughts about the net in terms of the net being likened to the earth or being likened to the world. There is a feeling of the universe being woven together by a force by the fabric of space, and that space is like a a web or a net that connects each other. We're all connected throughout this force, this gravitational pull, this, you know, fabric of space and time. Um, And so there, we're back to that sense of something that seems... Slight something that seems like you can e- hardly even tell that it's there is strong enough to pull us all together in the divine universe, right? So here we are, the space in space in the universe. It seems like there's nothing out there holding us together, but then there is some thought that there is a net that we're all within this net within the divine universe, connecting, connected by some great force of heaven with the stars of heaven and earth and everything melted together through with this being held together by this net. So it's quite interesting when you get into, you know, some, some of the theories behind that. We also recently talked about Mars or Aries, and there was a, a story told in there about how Aphrodite's husband, I think it's Hephaestus, caught Ares and Aphrodite um, messing around in an act of infidelity. What he did to catch them, though, was he used a net. He crafted a net to catch them in the act. And there he was used, there he created an invisible bronze net so that once they got into this net once they were caught up in it they would not be able to escape it and everyone would be able to see what was captured by this net what hyphaestus caught them doing until so when you think about the net we can think about how some things that seemingly seem maybe vulnerable or small that don't seem as strong could be very deceptive right something that seems like it's vulnerable does have the ability to bring about uh, results positive results or bring about the results that we're looking for are able to help us gather in something that we find is valuable and um, once we get a hold of it it is hard pressed to be able to let go using this tool so when you think about Annette what are you thinking about are you thinking about who you are in the use of this tool are you thinking about you being captured by it or used by it are you thinking about what it's made of are you made of the same thing how do you view yourself in relation to mankind to the universe to the world to the world right so there are all those things that uh, you know that we can think about when we see the net all right now that's it for now I'm so glad that you were able to join me Thank you for joining me here at Bright Blackwood to we shed light and grow. Now be sure to click on those links below. There are journals, tips, and tools for the new and curious. Now if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to leave a comment below or you're going to email me at brightblackwood@gmail.com, at gmail.com or you're going to go to brightblackwood.com and you'll either book a reading there. There's also uh, just for fortune tellers you can do a reading for yourself. And if you want a second eye, there is a link to something called a fortune teller's consultation. And so you can book a session there. There are also blogs and videos like how-to videos for those who are new. And uh, yeah, until next time, take care.